welcome to the State of Energy. I'm Rand DeWitt, and that very good-looking guy over there with a beard, that's Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. How are you, and most importantly, how is your beard doing? You know, the beard is doing well. I'm, I'm get, I think I'm in a diet. What do you think? It's a little gray. Uh, a little pink? What color are you going to go with? <laughs> I don't I, I'm going to do like a, uh, I don't know, a, maybe a brown shade, you know? You know what? But I mean, you kind of look like the CEO of Twitter, you know? Oh, I mean, it worked, but yours horrible. is, you're, I, well, I'm, you, it, you said that. Yeah, well, I don't know. People seem to love him. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. But but you've got a very good beard. And you know what? And, and the gray that you have in there, it, it pops the eyes because you get that uh, that blue eye thing working. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Yeah. Welcome to the state of energy. Yeah, welcome to the state of energy. Congratulations. You now have diabetes because we are so sweet. Um, now, here's <laughs> the state of energy brings you everything you need to know about the world's best fuel, hands down. It's called propane. It's clean. It's affordable. It's abundant. It's American. And, you know, you can find out more about what propane can do for you by going to the stateofenergy.com. You know, and and we need people to understand, Tom, that, you know, we're not anti-electric. We're not anti-solar. We're not anti-wind. I mean, we're we just want to be on this uh, people to understand we're on the same level with that when it comes to propane, when it comes to clean energy. Yeah. Propane, pro-planet. Propane, pro-planet. We're the original clean energy. The world is all about clean energy right now, and and the, the facts are that that we need clean energy. We need more clean energy, and propane's been doing it for 112 years. And and we we really uh, we need to get the the word out to people. It's not just about barbecuing. It's true. We've got so many opportunities for you to clean up your community, your neighborhood, your state, your country, and we got it. It's right here. It's made in America. It's renewable. It's uh, affordable. You got the uh, the four commandments of propane down. Clean, abundant, affordable, and American. Propane can do that. Propane can do that. Now, uh, and again, and, and folks, if we're just encouraging you uh, to, I don't know, it, look, that little screen you hold in your hand all day, <clears throat> it has virtually all the knowledge known to mankind. So if you would research more on what propane is and how it is great for the planet, how it is affordable, it's clean, it's abundant, it's American. I mean, if you would do that instead of like, oh, look, a cat wearing a hat, like, oh, look, a dog wearing a tutu, like, oh, climate change, bad, electric, good. Oh, look, a dog carrying a cat on a Segway, like, just take a moment, folks, dig in on what propane is and how great of an energy resource it is. I mean, it, you know, it's as close to unobtainium as somebody can get. Oh, I like it. Do you like that? Uh, that was a nice plug. Thank you. We've got a very, very special segment coming up. Uh, a great clip from our friends over at Prager University and uh, Mark Mills, who's a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute. We got that coming up in just a moment, and folks are going to want to stick around for that. So, uh, so again, if you go to thestateofenergy.com, you can get more information about what propane can do for you. You can also find a propane job, yeah, which is a really great opportunity for folks if they're thinking about shifting careers during this era of COVID. Um, what else can people find on our uh, website, thestateofenergy.com? You can find where to buy. Right. Uh, so if you're looking to convert your fleet of trucks to run on propane, if you need 
to figure out how to get your farm uh, switched over to heat with some propane, go to the where to buy button, put in your zip code, and you'll have all sorts of options on uh, where to find your, your nearest propane. And also you can listen to past episodes of this fine show that's now heard in 32 countries. Yes, sir. 32 countries and almost 400 cities. And to put that in, into comparison, uh, there's a cruise ship that's going to be leaving San Francisco. It's going to go around the world in 180 days. Um, and uh, it was actually five, no, $50,000 per person, and it sold out in a day. But that cruise ship that's going to go around the world in 180 days, it's going to hit 32 countries, just like the state of energy. Nice. In one day. <laughs> in one day. You see, we can do that in one day. Um, <laughs> and something else that we really, uh, it's more of a public service, and this is when propane truly becomes even more of a literal superhero. Um, this week, that polar vortex that's going across the nation, uh, it's giving us a full dose of winter. Um, it's going across the nation. Uh, north central U.S. had been enduring dangerous bitter cold for several days all week long. Um, as the vortex that's normally in the Arctic has shifted down to the U.S. Uh, and the uh, and AccuWeather said there's no light let up in sight. Um, and this week, wind chills as low as 40 to 50 degrees below zero were reported across portions of the northern plains and upper Midwest. And the National Weather Service said the cold will continue. High temperatures. High temperatures will struggle to make it above zero from Montana to Minnesota. In the next few days, lows will be in the negative teens and negative 20s. Yeah, man, it's going to be chilly. All my friends up in Montana, you know, they've, they've kind of been spoiled this year with, the, with some warm weather. So get ready. Get ready. It's coming. And, and what a better way to heat your home, your business, your, your ranch with some propane. It's, it's going to be there. It's going to keep you nice and cozy. Uh, so get ready because here it comes. And, and you know as well as I do, when I, these ice storms, what happens is when things get so cold, um, it, it can snap power lines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this is where propane literally is a superhero because it's saving lives. Yep. It's, propane has, has saved the day quite a bit uh, with the pandemic, uh, the wildfires in California, all the different storms that we've had. Propane's been there. We're saving the day. We're keeping people warm. We're keeping people's power on by with propane powered generators. Uh, so next time you see your your propane delivery guy, you know he's he's one of these essential guys. You know we watched the Super Bowl and all the heroes. And one one thing that I, that I missed on there was there was no propane delivery guys uh, as as a recognized hero. And they're out there. They're out there working hard every day to make sure everybody stays stays warm, stays uh, powered up. And uh, so get, give your propane delivery hero a pat on the back next time you see him. And when you were talking, it was almost like I could hear the national anthem playing in the background. <laughs> it's so unlike where the Dallas Mavericks play because they're not playing the national anthem anymore. But that was very impressive. It's true. It's true. Propane, uh, in, you know, pro, the propane industry, uh, you are heroes. And thank you for saving lives. That's right. Thank you. And now we have our latest Keystone XL uh, update. And, uh, you know, I know President Uncle Joe says the Keystone XL workers can simply start working on solar panels. That's it. That's all I got to do. <laughs> You're going to have to move. You have to move out of the country into a third world country to start doing some mining. So maybe we can we can get all these guys that have been out, you know, doing the heavy lifting on these pipelines and just gather them up. Go make some solar panels. 
Yeah, or or just go to work at Hot Topic. I mean, you know, they make the uh, options so simple for people. Now, they, now, but the president is even on uh, shaky grounds with Democrats because Montana Democratic Senator John Tester questioned the Biden administration's decision to cancel the Keystone XL oil pipeline, arguing the project could have moved forward without making climate change a worse situation. Um, and now, in case you've been sleeping under a rock in Zion National Park for the last month, President Biden revoked the permit for the 1,700-mile pipeline through executive action on his first day in office. Of course, uh, uh, Democrats and Republicans uh, are both upset about this. Um, and uh, the senator, uh, Democratic senator from Montana, uh, Tester, said that um, he was a supporter of the pipeline so long as it was constructed with safety standards in mind with respect to local property rights. And that's what they did. Yeah, there's so many pipelines in this country. We we can't live without them. Uh, and this is this is just a, a big a big slap in the face to all the uh, investment that's been made, all the hard work that's been made. The thing's already what a third of the way built. It's it's a it's a huge slap in the face, and it's and it's going to be a burden that's put on the rest of America because now we have to pay to get this product transported on a dirtier, more expensive transportation like rail and trucking. So if you think this is something great and you're 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 so excited about this that this pipeline's been stopped. Yeah. You're Stop gonna, liking you, dog pictures on Facebook. Yeah. Do, do a research. little bit do a little bit of research because uh, there are always negative actions for every action that's that that takes place right it's that newton's law yeah very very true and and also uh, the unions from what i'm reading today uh are unhappy with union leadership because they feel like they've been duped yeah they're it's it's this is a strange strange time to be to be uh alive yeah It truly is. Now, you're listening to The State of Energy. That is Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. My name is Rand DeWitt. Find out more about what propane can do for you by going to thestateofenergy.com. That is thestateofenergy.com. And, Tom, we've had uh, a lot of great guests on the show, one including being uh, James Rockall, who's the CEO of the World LPG Association in Paris. We talked to him uh, a few weeks back. He's a friend of the show. Um, And there's a Forbes article that just came out uh, where James is talking in the article about how fossil fuels are saving lives in developing countries. And I'll just kind of tee it up by giving the first paragraph. Over the past 20 years, renewable energy usage has exploded around the world. In general, there is a widespread belief that renewable is better for the planet. That is often true, but not always. Yeah, it is. We, we are so bombarded in the news, every every media, uh, whatever you watch, it's always about uh, clean energy and it's usually anti-fossil fuel, right? Right. The, the reality is we've got plenty of clean fossil fuels that are being used more and more and more to clean up the old ways of doing things. And uh, if you travel outside of this great country, you can see in all sorts of other countries uh, how dirty their air is from wood burning and charcoal and all sorts of, of dirty, dirty air. That's They're not using the clean fossil fuel. They're using something else like, like wood. There's a lot of countries that, that use that for um, 
hot water and for house heat and cooking. Cooking is a big deal in third world countries where they, they use wood and it's super dirty. If you've been to any um, island in the Caribbean, you can typically smell it. As soon as you get off the plane or the boat, whatever, however you got there, you can smell wood. And uh, in this article, it says that uh, millions of people die every year from household air pollution. It's true. Every year, almost 4 million people die from household air pollution, which is most commonly from cooking. And now let's put that into context. Last year, we had 2 million people die in the world from COVID-19. That's half of the number of people that die with household air pollution. And there are more people who die from household air pollution than who die from AIDS, malaria, and tuberculosis combined. So it's a huge killer. And it doesn't have to be. And the easiest way to clean that up is to get the world that are that, the, that's using uh, these dirtier means of cooking and heating to use a clean fuel that's available right now. It's affordable and it's available. They could utilize this today. If, if we could just educate them and get them the resources they need instead of trying to build this super expensive infrastructure that could be something like electricity that might not be feasible in some of these other countries and clean up the world one propane tank at a time. You know what we really need right now, Tom? We need that unparalleled fuel for Earth called unobtainium. It's a highly, go ahead. The uh, little, what is it? It's a little blue uh, uh, rock that's found on the planet. What, what planet's that found on? Uh, well, it's actually on the moon Pandora. Oh, you know, there It's you a go. highly valuable mineral found on the moon Pandora. Uh, and the humans mine unobtainium for energy generation as the Resource Development Administration is suppressing the development of alternatives here on Earth. And now, before everyone thinks we smoke too much green obtainium, <laughs> of course, we're talking about the movie Avatar. Uh, that is what they're searching for and actually mining in the movie Avatar. And by the way, we have to mention that Avatar 2 is out next year. Wow. And, and so folks know. Um, and we've got this amazing clip right now. It's a couple of minutes long, but it's so worth it. It's from our friends at Prager University, Prager U. Um, and uh, they've teamed up with Mark Mills, who's a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute, to discuss how some think they've discovered unobtainium here on Earth in the form of wind and solar and electric, but not so fast. And this is a great clip. Uh, but first, we want to let you know that PragerU is a 501 nonprofit media company that creates videos on various political, economic, and philosophical topics from an American conservative perspective. The organization was co-founded by Alan Estrin and talk show host and writer Dennis Prager in 2009. Prager University is not an accredited academic institution and does not offer certifications or diplomas, but it is a place where you are free to learn. Go to PragerU.com. I do enjoy this this clip, and I think it's it's good information for our listeners. Let's go with it. Roll it. Okay, right now, here's Mark Mills, Senior Fellow at the Manhattan Institute. Have you ever heard of unobtainium? It's the magical energy mineral found on the planet Pandora in the movie Avatar. It's a fantasy in a science fiction script. But environmentalists think they found it here on Earth in the form of wind and solar power. They think all the energy we need can be supplied by building enough wind and solar farms and enough batteries. The simple truth is that we can't, nor should we want to, not if our goal is to be good stewards of the planet. To understand why, consider some simple physics realities that aren't being talked about. 
All sources of energy have limits that can't be exceeded. The maximum rate at which the sun's photons can be converted to electrons is about 33%. Our best solar technology is at 26% efficiency. For wind, the maximum capture is 60%. Our best machines are at 45%. So we're pretty close to wind and solar limits. Despite PR claims about big gains coming, there just aren't any possible. And wind and solar only work when the wind blows and the sun shines, but we need energy all the time. The solution, we're told, is to use batteries. Again, physics and chemistry make this very hard to do. Consider the world's biggest battery factory, the one Tesla built in Nevada. It would take 500 years for that factory to make enough batteries to store just one day's worth of America's electricity needs. This helps explain why wind and solar currently still supply less than 3% of the world's energy, after 20 years and billions of dollars in subsidies. Putting aside the economics, if your motive is to protect the environment, you might want to rethink wind, solar, and batteries because, like all machines, they're built from non-renewable materials. Consider some sobering numbers. A single electric car battery weighs about a half a ton. Fabricating one requires digging up, moving, and processing more than 250 tons of earth somewhere on the planet. Building a single 100-megawatt wind farm can power 75,000 homes requires some 30,000 tons of iron ore and 50,000 tons of concrete, as well as 900 tons of non-recyclable plastics for the huge blades. To get the same power from solar, the amount of cement, steel, and glass needed is 150% greater. Then there's the other minerals needed, including elements known as rare earth metals. With current plans, the world will need an incredible 200 to 2,000 percent increase in mining for elements such as cobalt, lithium, and dysprosium, to name just a few. Where is all this stuff going to come from? Massive new mining operations, almost none of it in America, some imported from places hostile to America, and some places we all want to protect. Australia's Institute for Sustainable Futures cautions that a global gold rush for energy materials will take miners into remote wilderness areas that have maintained high biodiversity because they haven't yet been disturbed. And who's doing the mining? Well, let's just say that they're not all going to be union workers with union protections. Amnesty International paints a disturbing picture. The marketing of state-of-the-art technologies are a stark contrast to the children carrying bags of rocks. And then the mining itself requires massive amounts of conventional energy, as do the energy-intensive industrial processes needed to refine the materials and then build the wind, solar, battery hardware. Then there's the waste. Wind turbines, solar panels, and batteries have a relatively short life, about 20 years. Conventional energy machines like gas turbines last twice as long. With current plans, the International Renewable Energy Agency calculates that by 2050, the disposal of worn-out solar panels will constitute over double the tonnage of all of today's global plastic waste. Worn-out wind turbines and batteries will add millions of tons more waste. It'll be a whole new environmental challenge. Before we launch history's biggest increase in mining, dig up millions of acres in pristine areas, encourage childhood labor, and create epic waste problems, we might want to reconsider our almost inexhaustible supply of hydrocarbons the fuels that make our marvelous modern world possible. And technology is making it easier to acquire and cleaner to use them every day.
The following comparisons are typical and instructive. It costs about the same to drill one oil well as it does to build one giant wind turbine. And while that turbine generates the energy equivalent of about one barrel of oil per hour, the oil rig produces 10 barrels per hour. It costs less than 50 cents to store a barrel of oil or its equivalent in natural gas, but you need $200 worth of batteries to hold the energy contained in one oil barrel. Next time someone tells you that wind, solar, and batteries are the magical solution for all our energy needs, ask them if they have an idea of the cost to the environment. Unobtainium works fine in the movies, but we don't live in the movies. We live in the real world. I'm Mark Mills, Senior Fellow at the Manhattan Institute for Prager University. You're listening to The State of Energy. I'm Randy Witt. That really cool guy over there, that's Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. And you just heard Mark Mills, Senior Fellow at the Manhattan Institute. Uh, we'd like to thank the folks over at PragerU. Go to PragerU.com for that clip. Tom, your thoughts? Wow, it, that's, a, that's, a, that's a powerful clip. What you'll hear, the rebuttal will be, uh, fossil fuels, um, your your carbon footprint. And the reality is we have a low carbon fuel available today that in some cases, in, in a lot of cases, is cleaner than some of the uh, clean energy that you think you're getting right now. And then when you put in perspective of what it takes, what he was talking about there, how how to get these batteries, these solar panels, you actually uh, become dirtier than some of the the fossil fuels that we're using now. So it it, it just you just gotta open your open your mind, open your eyes, and uh, do some research and look into these these energy sources before you you go all in before you go and spend a bunch of money and 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 invest in some of these do some research uh, we have so much propane available that's clean low carbon uh, we're, we're actually exporting a ton of it to other countries because we're not utilizing it all here yeah asia is spiking right now the yeah. volume that's going out to china and south korea and japan is is insane it is tons it's millions of barrels a day that are that are getting exported uh, when we have this clean American fuel here that gives us energy security, it gives us environmental and economic justice and independence. And independence, it, it's there's so many things about propane that that just scream clean energy, scream affordability, and we're just we're not. We're not taking advantage of it because we're being blinded by all this other propaganda on on this magical energy that's supposedly clean behind the wall. And we're not seeing it. And, and again, we're not anti these other options, wind, solar, electric. We're just trying to awaken the world that propane is a is a very clean energy. It's abundant. It's affordable. It's American. And it's here in, in abundance right now. And, you know, think of the best way you put it, Tom. Propane, pro planet. There you go. It really is. It's it's here for today. It's here for tomorrow, and uh, it it's affordable. the The infrastructure is already here. If you want to clean up your home, your business, your 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 farm, it's here. All you got to do is pick up the phone, get a hold of your propane provider, and do your part to clean the environment. And we would like to thank you very much for everyone listening to The State of Energy. Again, that's Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. He's the smart one. Thanks, Tom. 
<laughs> Appreciate that. And folks, we are always online at thestateofenergy.com.